each and every one of us that's been working to address the pandemic, to care for patients. It's been an extremely challenging time. It's been a time of a lot of uncertainty and it's been amazing to see colleagues really pull together, share information, share dilemmas, how to manage cases, what services are available, because it's been a period of enormous change. And so having that support of colleagues has been absolutely critical. And I think so many have done really a sterling job. My name is Dr. Sharon Raymond. I'm a portfolio GP. I work in mainly unscheduled primary care. I'm the co-founder of COVID Crisis Rescue Foundation. The idea for setting up CCR came to me right at the beginning of the COVID pandemic as things were building up. It became obvious that there were quite a few gaps that needed to be addressed. The primary gap that struck me as well as many of my colleagues was the lack of PPE that many clinicians and others needed some assistance with. I was on various WhatsApp groups and getting approached by quite a few colleagues and other contacts who were struggling to access protective gear. And one message in particular I found very disturbing and worrying. I was contacted by a doctor working in a London teaching hospital who said that they were running out of PPE and they really didn't know what to do. And that really was the trigger for me to approach a contact of mine, Alex Adams, who's non-medical, but has been dealing very much with the logistical side, operational side of things for CCR. And I just said, look, we, we really need to do something. We can't sit back. And that was how uh, CCR began at the end of March. We've since donated, I think, something approaching 40,000 items of PPE, both to NHS frontline staff, to hospices, care homes, homeless shelters, women's shelters, women's refuges, and so on. At the same time that the idea about the PPE arose, I was also considering the need for two or three other services, in particular a COVID cab service, and also an oxygen saturation probe loan service. So the idea behind the cab service is I was undertaking a lot of out-of-hours work, and it became obvious that um, with the increasing numbers of people with suspected COVID, there was a lot of pressure on the London Ambulance Service. And so for those people who could get to hospital following a remote consultation, if they could make it in private transport to have a face-to-face assessment, then that would obviously save resources as long as it was clinically appropriate. In some cases, it was. However, there were quite a number of patients uh, who we were coming across who actually didn't have access to private transport. And so I thought it would be a good idea for a London-wide cab service with a screen dividing between the driver and the passenger and also PPE for both driver and passenger. And so that was one of the initiatives that COVID Crisis Rescue focused on. And that service became live in April. And I've certainly had a lot of positive feedback throughout the height of the pandemic that actually that saved on having to call out an ambulance or send out a a GP home visit in order to effect a face-to-face consultation. The second service that was set up through COVID Crisis Rescue is the Oxygen Saturation Probe Loan Service, which operates across London. And this has been a collaboration between CCR and the Bike Shed, which is a community of volunteer bikers who are situated up and down the country. So I, I remember that 
when I had the idea, it was a Wednesday and we just received a large batch of oxygen saturation probes from China after waiting quite a few weeks to receive those because the supply chain for all these types of medical equipment and other medically related products has been fraught with difficulty and particularly at the height of the pandemic. So when this batch of probes arrived, I realised, you know, that we have to go about loaning these out rather than giving them away so that uh, the maximum number of people can benefit from the probes whilst they're unwell. That service um, was set up in about five days. So on the Wednesday morning, I had the idea about the loan service to operate across London. I noticed that the head of the bike shed community, Vicky Van Sommeren, had written to us on the Just Giving page to offer support. I contacted her and she was very willing to help. And thereafter, there followed countless numbers of of meetings, discussions about operating procedures. And the main challenge really was finding a location for the probes because we needed somewhere for patients to send the probes back to and for them to be cleaned. And it needed to be somewhere with 24-hour access. And I was exploring all different options and it wouldn't work. And it was just a case of approaching various contacts, you know, one after the other to see who could help. And very fortunately, I reached one of the A&E consultants at the Royal Free Hospital, Dr. Tara Sood, who was amazingly helpful, uh, as were so many other people in all of this. And she agreed that the probes could be kept at the A&E department at the Royal Free Hospital, and she even said that she would be the one to clean them. (laughs) So at the point where I thought, you know, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to happen, I made that contact through recommendations of others. And in fact, it did take shape. And this service was running and is still running across London. And within 90 minutes of a request being made, a patient will receive an oxygen saturation probe to use for as long as they need it. But I I guess it was... uh, many hours of work, let's just say. And after the service went live, I definitely needed a bit of a rest. (laughs) So I've described three of the areas that CCR has focused on. A further area that we picked up later on down the line was the testing of asymptomatic individuals within set workplaces. And that was supported by the Lord Mayor of the City of London in his efforts to promote recovery within the City of London and further afield, we undertook a day of testing of employees at Legal and General. And so the work continues and the next stage is organising some testing for COVID within the City of London for the homeless population. And I'm also helping in an advisory role to put together a website on COVID-19 experiences. And that's just gone live. So for people, both professionals and lay people, to upload their stories of COVID, whether they've been through it themselves or seen how things have unfolded, and also to put in their three top actions or areas of learning where they think change could be affected. And uh, the other area that I've been invited to get involved with is being part of a team of clinicians called Inspiral Health. And they are supporting developing countries by putting together a website with COVID information and offering peer-to-peer support for clinicians in developing countries coping with the pandemic in their country. So we've received really positive messages of support and thanks from numerous patients who've benefited from the loan of probes and also from the COVID cab service. The cab service is quite special in that if people can't afford the journey, 
then we will cover that through donations. So we have had extremely positive feedback from patients who've used these services and also from professionals who will have either private messaged me or put on groups, you know, that they've really appreciated the support and the help. There was a junior doctor, Kieran Toga, who was so moved by the constant supply of PPE that we provided for him and his colleagues that he actually did a charity run and also raised funds for COVID crisis rescue and was very, very grateful. And in fact, some of my own colleagues and some colleagues that I didn't previously know nominated me for the GP of the Year Award at the BMA, which I found really humbling and extremely moving. I think really my message through what we've achieved, through the work that's been done, my hashtag is dream it, do it. (laughs) Um, If you see that there's a gap, if you see that something needs to be done, then there's a lot that you can do as an individual with the support of colleagues. And that's what I'm most proud of. You know, if we've saved one life, if we've impacted, you know, one life positively through these services and through the help that we've organised, then I'm proud of that. I missed a few things out, but things have calmed down. My working life is definitely interesting. 